In our social media age, we live in a kind of gotcha world where a short, pithy statement is all that it takes to undo a lifetime of work or study or, or belief or something along those lines. And one of the tropes, an atheistic trope that comes up regularly that I see online is this kind of idea like you, 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 know, you Christians believe that a God would create a, a you know, whatever, 46 billion year, light year wide universe so that he could have an intimate and personal relationship with you. And the irony there is that that is exactly what we believe. That is exactly what we believe. We believe God's love is so grand, Dios for us, that he would do all of this out of sheer love for you and for me. And not only that, but that he would reveal himself to us and and invite us to sharing in his life. When we look to the cosmos, when we look to the natural world, when we look and we see all of the wonder that is there, We truly believe that God has done this out of love, out of love for you individually and for us collectively, that he does this out of perfect love. He who is love does this for us. In fact, it reminds us when we get challenged in this way, the centrality of our faith. Do we actually believe what the Lord and His church teaches us, what the Scriptures reveal to us. As St. Paul says in this beautiful reading from the very beginning of the letter to the Ephesians, that God chose us in Him before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before Him. Do you believe that? Do you believe that in Him, in Jesus, we were also chosen, destined in accord with the purpose of the One who accomplishes all things according to the intention of His will, so that we might exist for the praise of His glory, we who first hoped in Christ? The Lord, as we heard in the first reading in the Gospel, desires to send us out. But we must first, like Amos and the apostles, believe. And oftentimes belief can be caught up in an emotion or a feeling, but believing is frankly, brothers and sisters, it's a virtue, so it's something that we do. St. James in his letter says, if I ask you for your faith, show me your works. We believe in this beautiful both and of believing and working, that what we do is a reflection of what we believe. And not just what we do in a grand sense, in like our prayers and coming to Mass, that's very important, but everything that we do, brothers and sisters, should emerge from our faith, from our recognition that God loves us intimately and has a plan for our life. So if I were to ask you, do you believe, I'm not asking what you feel. Feelings are transitive. Feelings come and go. If you believe, and if I'm asking you that, and I want us all to do this soul-searching this week, is what am I doing in response to this message from Jesus? That we are chosen, that we are called, that we are made for unity and happiness. And a good example and a good place for us to start, perhaps, is how do we, as we walk down the aisle, but in our lives, approach the sacrament of Holy Communion? All of us have had to do some soul-searching this last year and a half because of the pandemic about our relationship to our Eucharistic Lord. And there's that reminder, and it's beautiful for us to be able to gather again and again and again. And for so many people, the greatest pain that I heard that people expressed throughout the pandemic was, Father, it's hard to be apart from the Eucharist. 
And as a priest, like, my heart breaks because, like, I, I became a priest because I couldn't dream of a day without the Eucharist. I couldn't dream of that. And I desired with all of my heart to be able to be that close to Jesus every day. And I know all of you desire that in your hearts in some way, shape, or form as well. And so how do we approach the Eucharist? How do we walk down the aisle? As simple as something as that can show our faith, can help us understand what we believe and who we are. Do we walk down the aisle to receive Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist as if we are in line at the store waiting to be checked out? Or do we walk to our God and King and Lord? Right? When I was in middle school and high school, and then when I was a middle school teacher, we always talked about kind of how it's so easy for teenagers, you know, because teenagers are teenagers after all, to just kind of walk up and just like dead fish put their hands up there, and, you know, put them down by their waist. And sometimes we can allow that to kind of be a part of our life. And it's understandable as we're going through the different modes of our life. I'm not asking you all to, to jump and joyfully sprint down and dance down the aisle to the Eucharist every week. But are we being intentional about it? Are our hearts yearning for that Eucharistic Lord? Are we ready to receive Him? Not just in physical posture and presence and mental acuity, but has our life prepared us for that moment? Are we ready to go forth from here, even though we may be as ill-equipped as a shepherd in a sycamore dresser or a fisherman or any of the other apostles? Are we willing to say, Lord, to receive You is to be equipped by You? Are we ready for that, to open our hearts, to be loved by Him, to recognize that He has chosen us from before all time to be one with Him, to receive Him, and then to go forth. This is just but one example, brothers and sisters. Any number of things that we do in your professional life, when you go to work, do you love the people with whom you work as if they are Jesus sitting across the table from you every day? It's hard. <laughs> I work in the church, and it's hard. I live in community with other priests, and it's hard. The challenge of the gospel, though, is to see each and every moment of our life as God revealing himself to us and us freely responding to that invitation to be a prophetic witness to his love, to recognize that we are ill-equipped. Amos in the gospel, we are in the first reading, excuse me, Amos is the oldest of the Old Testament prophets in terms of when it was composed. Right? So this is you know, a new thing in a sense, this prophetic witness that the Lord is raising up in Israel. And who does he choose? The high priest who is supposed to be the one who goes before the temple and speaks to God directly? No, a shepherd and a sycamore dresser. God is calling each and every one of us and each and every moment of our lives. He is equipping us for the mission and the ministry. And sometimes it's important for us to make ourselves lower, to recognize our lowliness, so that when we speak, we speak from the authority of Christ not from the authority of my degrees or my, in my case, my priesthood or something along those lines. And so we have to go again and again and again back to the source, doing that examination of, excuse me, doing that examination of conscience, asking myself again and again and again, do I believe in this? That God shows me in Jesus before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before him. This is where we have to start. And there is no shame in admitting, I'm not there yet. I'm not quite there. God, help me. In the gospel, we have that beautiful scene in the gospel of Matthew. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. 
Jesus comes not to affirm those who already believe, but as he says, to lift up those who are struggling, those who are struggling with their belief, who desire to believe with a greater intensity of faith. And so if you're not quite there, that's okay. In my own journey as to the priesthood, I probably wasn't there until probably two or three years into religious life formation. I was in the novitiate, and maybe my head and my heart were in different places. I mean, I probably would have said, yes, that's a thing I believe intellectually, but I didn't believe it deep down in my heart. It's a process through which we all must go. And as Jesus shows us in the gospel, he doesn't send us out alone on that process. This is the beauty of Christian marriage. This is why we invest so much of our time and energy in campus ministry and what we're trying to do more and more in the parish into small group formation. Because we need other people with us in that. Even if it's just one other person. To draw us to the Lord, to challenge us, to push us, to invite us to that reflection again and again and again. Do I believe? And do my actions accord with what I believe? And if you're at that point where, yes, Lord, I do believe, what's that next step? It's always, that's the beauty of the Eucharist and confession, right? We go to confession, we do that examination of conscience, we are brutally honest with ourselves, we go to the Lord, we bear our hearts, the Lord lifts us up and sends us back out into the world. We come to the Eucharist, we are fed, we are lifted up, we are nourished, we are sent back out into the world, to our jobs, to our families, to whatever the Lord calls us to do. This is the beauty and the majesty of our faith, is that a sycamore dresser, the lowest of the shepherds, fishermen. The church is built on the uneducated. The church is built on those who only have authority through Christ. God comes again and again and again to us when we recognize our need for him, when we open our hearts, when we ask ourselves deeply, do I believe that I was chosen by Jesus before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before him? The answer to all of this, or for all of us, is yes. Absolutely. All of this is for you. Lord, help my unbelief so that I might believe. Give me the strength to go forward and recognize that I am empowered in being sent, not being perfect. Walk with the Lord. Have the faith and the strength to recognize your inadequacies, your insufficiencies, wherever you feel like a sycamore dresser, a shepherd, a fisherman, whatever the other apostles were, the Lord has come to preach his word, to bear prophetic witness, to heal the world exactly through that. Because you were chosen in Jesus before the foundation of the world to be holy and blemish and, and holy and without blemish before him.